0: and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life.
1: This is my Bible. It is the Word of God. And it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am. Seated right now in the heavenly realms, in Christ Jesus, in the place of authority, dominion, and power, I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine. And I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert. My spirit is receptive So I'm taught the Word of God. My life has changed for the better. And I will never be the same again. Amen. You may be seated. We're still in this series on four things we must confess, and we're glad to have everybody watching from around the world. You know, if you're watching on a pl- platform that allows you to do it, click share, and our hearts go out to brothers and sisters around the world that are living under the new world order, as they're calling it, in Australia and uh, police states. Uh, I'm so happy and I'm so grateful, Father God, you called me to Texas. Amen. Hallelujah. But uh, we're happy to be a blessing to people around the world. It's amazing how it's growing. We're reaching more people now online with our services than we ever reached when we were broadcasting on television nationwide. And uh, so we thank God for his blessing. But anyway, we welcome you. And uh, if you never send a, a nickel, doesn't matter, because the good people of Faith Christian Center have been so blessed by God, they paid for everything. Hallelujah. Shout it out loud. It's all paid for. It's all paid for. Amen. Amen. So we're in this series, Four Things We Must Confess, and actually it's how we just began our, our message, our with this confession. You see, the Bible says in Proverbs 18, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I mean, just think about, just think about how much disaster has been created in the last 18 months from some guy yapping his mouth so it's not life and death are in the power of the tongue it's death and life are in the power of the tongue so death is the default not life so most people are speaking death over their life and what we must do to eat the fruit thereof is to retrain ourselves to speak life over Our life. And the best way I know to do that, I mean, I think it's great to be positive. You know, when Sue and I were younger, we'd go to positive motivational attitude seminars. Our favorite was Zig Ziglar. I mean, it's great to be positive. I think it's great to be positive. Sure. Absolutely. But the best way I know to be positive is to have the word of God in my mouth. The best, the most powerful words I know to use to be positive are words from the word of God. So you are right now sitting where you are, the sum total of everything you have said and everything you have done in life. And and this generation, I know this is so old school, this generation, they don't want to believe that. They think somebody else messed them up. They they think somebody else is responsible for their health care. They think somebody else is responsible for their income. No, 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 no. You sitting right where you are are the sum total of everything you have said and everything you have done heretofore in your life. If you want to change your life, if you want to have a different result, well then you're going to have to change what you've been saying and you're going to have to change what you've been doing. God's word believed in your heart and spoken out of your mouth and taken action upon in your daily life will change your life for, be- for the better. Say it, t- tell your neighbor, tell, point, to a, point to your neighbor and tell them God's word, God's word. believed in your heart spoken out of your mouth taken action upon in your daily life will change your life see it's taking God at his word and it's acting upon God's word that changes our lives and these are basic concepts simple concepts I know and yet they're life-changing a lady is here this morning and she told me that from the time they moved here until now that their lives have been completely revolutionized, and they're getting answers to prayer like never before, because in, in churches where they had been, nobody ever taught them to take action on the Word of God. You've got you to take action on the Word of God. Amen. 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 God's power is in God's Word, and God's Word is God's power. It's taking God at His Word that changes our lives. Tell the other neighbor, it's taking God at His Word, at word. that changes our lives. Now, he's, you have to understand that when I'm speaking to you, a lot of times he's speaking to me. Not always, but a lot of times. And he's on this. And as stout as Wednesday night was, what I heard was more stout. He's on this. Hallelujah. You know, I've been preaching the gospel 48 years, coming up on 38 years here since we pioneered Faith Christian Center. And it's been the same spiel, 48 years. I can't do that. I don't believe that. I wasn't taught that. My wife said I don't have to do that. You know, I mean, it's been the same thing for 48 years. In other words, you have a Bible. So you don't even need to hear a sermon. You got a Bible. You know exactly what the word of God says. And yet people won't believe it and they won't take action upon it. Then they go to church. And if it's a legit church where they're preaching the Bible, the preachers preach in the Bible. Amen. And so then, and faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, but they receiveth it not. I love the King James. They receiveth it not. In other words, it's an active not hearing. It's an active not believing. It's an active rejection of the word of God. And then along comes Dr. Doom. Come on now. 15 days. Okay. Wear a mask. Okay. Close your business. Okay. Don't pay your rent. Oh, whoa, oh, super duper. <laughs> but it doesn't matter what they come up with, the same God's people that have been they spent their lives as word rejectors, and whose word talk to me whose word God's they word. spent their lives receiveth not come on preach and they and then it's worse than that i don't know how many people have come through come through here you know if i had a nickel for every time i heard i don't want to hear that i'd have a lot of nickels yeah. I don't want to hear that. But they, they'll tune into Dr. Doom every day. And the Lord heard. Amen. That's right. You go to Malachi, <laughs> they're talking to each other in Malachi, and it says, And the Lord heard. So the Lord's paying attention to what we listen to, and the Lord's paying attention to what we believe, and the Lord's paying attention to whose word we are taking action upon. And you can call me old school, but I am just of this thinking that if I'm going to take action on anybody's word, it's going to be the word of Almighty God and not some government employee. Can I get an amen? Amen. And the Bible covers everything. It just covers everything. How about this one? If a man does not work, that man ought not eat. That's one of your all-time favorites out there in TV land. (laughs) If a man does not work, that man ought not eat. I mean, the Bible covers everything. And so if we would just get into the Word of God and be believers, not of a a man's words, but be believers of God's words and not... You know, run around rehearsing man's words, but run around rehearsing God's words, and you don't have to beat people over the head, thus saith the Lord in, you know, revelation or whatever. You don't have to do that. You can take God's words, and you can modernize it and personalize it, and you can say, well, you know, I'm just blessed. Amen. Amen. You can find ways to communicate God's word to a lost and dying generation amen i remember i showed up at the car wash once years this was decades ago and uh the guy at the car wash says "Uh, what does that plate mean i said what plate you know i was baiting him what plate he took me around to the front of the car he said that plate right there what does that mean i said well it says blessed yeah what does that mean i said i don't know let's go see what the back plate says so we went around to the back plate, and I said, what does that say? He said, well, I guess it says the same thing. It says blessed. I sa- he says, what does that mean? I said, it means I'm blessed when I'm coming, and I'm blessed when I'm going. Do you understand? I didn't say, thus saith the Lord God, Yahweh Almighty. You know, you don't, have to, you don't have to freak people out when you're trying to communicate the truth of God's great word. Amen? Amen. So it's taking God at his word that changes our lives for the better. To live a victorious Christian life, there are four things we must confess. Who we are in Christ, where we are in Christ, what we possess in Christ, and what we can do in Christ. And we've got to also have this understanding and realization that God wants you to have good success. Tell your neighbor, God wants you to have good success. Well, Pastor, what other kind of success is there? Well, there's the success of, you know, the guy that's got a lot of money, but all of his wives hate him, and all of his children hate him, and nobody wants to be around him, and he's sick in his body. That's not good success. You can have it all. God wants you to have good success. God wants you to be blessed in your pocketbook, yes, but God wants you to be blessed in your marriage. If you're married, God wants you to be blessed in your home life. God wants you to be blessed in your family. God wants you to have good success. Everybody say good success. good success. So meditate on His word day and night, do everything written in it. Do not let God's word depart from your mouth. Joshua 1:8: do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you'll be prosperous and successful. And we call this at Faith Christian Center, we call this God's success formula. And let me ask you a question: why would God give you a success formula? if he didn't want you to be successful somebody might say yeah but that was for Joshua okay well let's go to a companion verse over here open up your Bible I don't have it in my notes open up your Bible I don't have it in the famous King James this morning but I've got it in the NIV Psalm 1 blessed is the man Joshua who does not walk in the counsel of the is that what it says it just, says, it just says, who's blessed? Blessed. And we know from the book of Genesis that God created them male and female. He created man, male and female. In other words, the gender, the species is called man in the Bible, but it includes male and female. Do you understand? Blessed is the man. We could say it this way. It could, be, it could have been translated this way. Blessed is the person. So the Bible is God speaking to you, and the Bible is God speaking to me. If it was just for Joshua, why would God have bothered to put it in the Bible for it to be read for thousands of years? So the Bible says, do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and successful. So despite the circumstances, discipline yourself to say what God's Word says. And we're being tested in this right now. If you have not figured this out, we're being tested in this right now. We are being tested in this right now. You may never have had to use your faith to get a job or to get a better job, but in 2021, you might be called upon to do exactly that. And you may never have had to use your faith for your health but in 2021 you may have to do that because they're saying that if you're not part of the Dr. Doom club uh, they want to deny health care to people that are not part of the Dr. Doom club so you know nothing in my life changed because if I got something going on in my body I just go outside and start dancing until, and laughing until it goes away so nothing in my life changed. I'm saying y'all might have to get into Psalm 103. Hallelujah. And believe God. Like Jesus said, have faith in God. Hallelujah. R.W. Shambach loved to tell the story about the guy that was in the hospital dying in Queens, New York. And in the middle of the night, the door flung open and a bright light filled the door frame. And he looked up and there was an angel of God. And the angel of God pointed at him and said, you don't have any trouble. All you need to do is have faith in God. And the man got up, pulled the things out of his arms and checked himself out of the hospital and went home. Faith in God. Have faith in God. Because all things are possible to him who believes. And him there means her too. Doesn't mean it, but it means him or her. Say it out loud. All things are possible for the person who believes God. 2 Corinthians 4.18, while we look not. That's what you got to do with the world, man. You got to look not at some stuff while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are but wh- while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal so there are seen things and there are unseen things and i've got to discipline myself to not live my life by what my eyeballs are telling me You know, I think the most criticism we ever got ever was we had barely moved into the building up on Interstate 30 at North Fielder Road. And we had a marquee sign out front that a man in the church built for us. And we immediately headed into that nasty recession after the stock market crash in 1987. And we put on the marquee sign. We have chosen not to participate in this recession. And, you know, that was back in the days before the Internet and cell phones and and email and all of that. Man, people were calling the church and they were upset. Who do you think you are that you don't have to participate in the recession? We all have to participate in the recession. And the answer was, no, we don't. See, in other words, while we look not. You know I just read the book of Job a few uh, nights ago and Job was doing okay. I mean he had that old negative bucket mouth wife but he was still doing okay until his friend showed up. And the rebuke God gave him at the end of the book of Job is a rebuke he didn't get at the front of the book of Job The rebuke he got at the end of the book of Job was because of the plethora of words he spoke in response to his friends. And that's what y'all been doing on Facebook. Because you have 150,000 opinions And there's only one opinion that matters. And that's God's opinion. But see, we can get into stuff this way. We can go down the road that way. We can sin with our mouth in response to friends. There's only one opinion that matters. I challenge you to keep a record the next seven days of all the time you spend on social media and then keep a separate record of all the time you spend reading God's Bible and by this time next Sunday you're going to know exactly why you're defeated I'm not saying you shouldn't do social media I'm just saying it ought to be like this big a piece of the pie chart of your time And the Bible ought to be like a bigger piece of the pie chart of your time. Amen. Because God's word has power. I mean, I know sometimes says, somebody says something pithy and catchy on social media, but really, you got to look for five hours to find that. But that's on every page of the Bible. The Bible is God speaking to me and the Bible is God speaking to you, and the Bible will change your life for the better. But not not somebody's opinion, theory, or idea, or opinion. The Bible. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And he's on it. And here's something else that happens on social media because you develop friends on social media and a lot of them are idolaters. A lot of them are carrying water for lying politicians. And so you turn into some water-carrying jughead yourself. See, we, we, we don't ever have a right to lie. While we look not. And then 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. For we walk by faith and not by sight. There's a big demarcation that's happened in these last few years, and I don't think people see it because people have put their faith in a man. People have put their faith in a president, not this one. But people have put their faith in a man and then they put their faith in Dr. Doom. Now, we look to the Lord. Lift up, lift up both hands and, and say to Father God, Father, we look to you. Father. Yeah, so we look to Father God for our income. We look to Father God for our health. We look to Father God for our length of life. We look to Father God. Now, that doesn't mean we don't go to the dentist and and take care of ourselves. You know, a man came to me a while back and had an issue in his body. I said, brother, that's just maintenance. You know, if you got to get something fixed, get it fixed. Amen? Amen. Take care of yourself. Amen? No point walking around in pain if something can be fixed easily. You know, it's like going to the quick lube. Amen? Amen. In other words, just, just maintenance. Just take care of yourself. But I'm, there's no, and there's no reason why you can't take the medicine and believe God simultaneously. I learned that from Oral Roberts. Amen? Amen. Amen. But look to the Lord first. Don't look to the Lord last. Don't go to five doctors and then when nobody can help you, look to the Lord. Go to the Lord first, and you might, av- you might avoid going to see five doctors. Amen. Now, I'm not saying don't go see five doctors. I'm saying go to the Lord first. Amen. 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 We don't deny the circumstances. No, we ignore the circumstances. We look not at the circumstances you cannot focus on all the nonsense they have going on in this country 24 7 and be a productive human being be a good husband be a good wife be a good father be a good mother because it'll all drive you crazy i mean there's so much that's wrong there's so much that's messed up there's so much and they're doing it all on purpose But you can get worked up about it. You know, in my entire lifetime, nobody's ever fixed anything. I mean, I don't mean to pound on the government, but they just spent 20 years and $2.5 trillion replacing the Taliban in Afghanistan with, wait for it, the Taliban in Afghanistan and we gave the Taliban more material more military equipment the last few weeks than we have given Israel from 1948 to 2021 so you think you're going to change that as big as it is and as wicked as it is are you going to change that no way See, you have to look out for you and your home and your family and your situation and your wife and your husband and your children, and you've got to believe God for a hedge of protection and and the prosperity of God in your life, and you cannot allow yourself to be distracted 24-7 by all this stuff going on because it will lead you to be unproductive and unfruitful. So we look not at some stuff. And we choose to look at what God's Word has to say and to say what God's Word has to say. And we know our Heavenly Father hears and answers us when we pray according to His Word in faith. 1 John 5 14 and 15, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask. We know that we have what we ask of Him. So We must confess four things. Who we are in Christ, where we are in Christ, what we possess in Christ, and what we can do in Christ. And this has to do with our empowerment by God, our ability in Christ. A lot of people say, I can't. I dealt with that about ten minutes ago. You know, I can't. I don't think I have to do that. I wasn't taught that. Listen, I can't is not the language of the Bible. I can't is the language of the ten spies. You've got to discipline yourself to have the language of the two spies. See, the ten spies says we cannot go in and take possession of the land. The two spies, Caleb and Joshua, said we can do it with the help of the Lord. Say it out loud. With the help of the Lord, we Lord. we can do it. Amen. So in Christ, see, you have supernatural Divine ability, you have ability beyond your wildest dreams actually it 's worse than that. you have ability beyond what you have been taught. you have ability beyond traditional Christian theology you have ab- i mean if you just go by there 's another example of looking not. We just can't go by what the preacher said, or the seminary professor said, or some theologian said, we've got to actually go by what the Word of God has to say. The challenge is, we've not been taught about our ability, yet the Bible is full of it. The Bible is literally filled, page after page, of men and women empowered by God to accomplish the impossible. Too many Christians have been taught what they can't have, what they can't do, what they can't be, what's impossible. But that's not the language of the Bible. The language of the Bible is a can-do language. Say it out loud. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say it again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say it out loud. I can do what the Word says I can do. Amen. Proverbs 6.2 says, "...Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth, thou art taken with the words of thy mouth." So your own words sabotage you. See, confession is the trigger that sets God's power into motion. Dad Hagen used to say you turn your faith loose by saying what you believe. Well, if you go to the wrong church and you listen to the wrong stuff and you watch the wrong stuff on TV and you focus on the wrong stuff on social media... Well, inevitably, as surely as sunrise follows sunset, you're going to have the wrong stuff come out of your mouth. A snare is a trap. People are trapped by the words of their mouth. Words limit people. If you speak wrong words over your life, you limit your own life. If you speak negative words over your life, you limit your life. If you speak words contrary to the word of God, the Bible, you limit your life. You'll be trapped. You'll be snared by the words of your mouth. Or you can rise higher by seeing this and changing the language of your mouth. The fourth thing we must confess is what we can do in Christ. What can we do in Christ? Well, first off, we are enabled to do all things through Christ. Say it out loud. I am enabled. I am empowered to do all things through Christ Jesus. jesus said mark 9 23 all things are possible for him who believes what can we do in christ second we are victorious through christ say it out loud i'm victorious victorious through through christ and i know when you start down this road people around you may get upset that's why you have to change friends look i just think that people choose their associations and their relationships in life poorly And I think that this, frankly, is one of the biggest reasons people live defeated lives. They choose their associations and their relationships in life poorly. And it really comes back to bite them. You just can't hang out with the Budweiser crowd. You just can't hang out with the, uh, I don't even know what they call it anymore. What do they call that? Were you two drinks for one? Jamie, you know, what do they call that? (laughs) Happy hour? (laughs) You, You just can't hang out with a happy hour crowd. In other words, if I'm gonna, hey, you want me to come out there and name your name? I got to if I want to change levels in life, I got to change my associations. See really what it is is changing tribes. I got I got to get out of that I can't tribe and I got to make new friends over here in the I can tribe. You know, when we started down this road, somebody told me, man, you're going to live a lonely life. Yeah. Yeah. It was very lonely this morning driving over here in my Bentley listening to Kenneth Hagan. I, w- I, w- I was very lonely. I was so lonely I could hardly stand it. It's not a matter of being lonely. It's a matter of associating with people of like mind and like heart and like spirit. Do you understand that? And one of the reasons I hate the drinking thing so much is because a lot of times we have young people in this church and they seem like, They're of like mind and like spirit, but what we don't know, we find out later. Well, they got into drinking, and and they go to college, and they get into drinking. Look, if you get into drinking, you're going to associate with different people than if you're not into drinking. And then one thing leads to another. You end up married to somebody, and they're throwing beer bottles at you when they disagree with you. See, it's a it's a birds of a feather thing. Right. You know, we have a crow's nest now on the property. We got a we got hawks on the property. They they don't associate. They don't like hang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. They're they segregate themselves. A few years ago. Hispanic landscapers were there, and it was the, owner of the, bro- the, the owner's brother was there, and he was doing something, and the, there was the craziest thing going up in the sky. And I said, what, what is that? And he said, well, hawks are like blue jays, and they eat the eggs of other birds. And he said, those crows are chasing that hawk. So probably that hawk's been in their nest eating their eggs. And I stood there, and I learned a great faith lesson, watching God's creation. You know what the hawk's solution was? He just circled, and he went higher and higher and higher, and he got above how high crows could fly. And he was just doing his thing then, gliding on the, the winds in North Texas. And those crows, see? You got to let the crows crow. Amen. Amen. And you got to learn how to fly above it. Amen. Amen. Amen crows can make all that noise amen. amen But you can be like a hawk or even higher an eagle and just be above it amen. and let them do their you know caw, caw, caw. and uh, but you just glide on the winds of faith amen. Amen. can you see it amen. so tell your neighbor choose your, well. choose your associations well and by by the way what is the biggest association of in a lifetime Talk to me. What is the biggest association of a lifetime? Marriage. So be cautious in marriage. Second, we are victorious through Christ. Say it out loud. I'm victorious through Christ. So not only are we enabled to do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we are also made victorious through Christ. And this work has been done. First Corinthians 15:57. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you're going through a situation on the job, God gives you the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're going through a challenge in your body, God gives you the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're going through a challenge with, how about this, teenagers, the Lord gives you victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Say it out loud, I'm victorious. victorious Through Christ. Christ. Tell your neighbor, you have the victory. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you have the victory. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, But thanks be to God who always leads us. How often? Who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of Him. So this is the will of God for your life. Tell your neighbor, this is the will of God for your life. That you live your whole life led in triumphal procession in Christ Jesus. That doesn't mean you're not going to have some challenges. That doesn't mean you're not going to have some things you got to get over on the job or in your body or whatever. But you are going to be led in triumphal procession in Christ Jesus. And the third thing is we are overcomers through Christ. Say it out loud. I'm an overcomer overcomer through Christ. Christ. Well there's another license plate story. Uh, We used to keep a Porsche 911 convertible and storage in different places and Palm Springs and Colorado Springs and different places and I'm bringing it home one night coming down 287 and it took all of my willpower but I just set the cruise about three miles over the limit and I'm just, mo- you know, I'm just cruising, I mean it's late at night must have been like 11 or 12 at night, uh, it was late at night but I was, I was behaving myself but it didn't matter, I look up in the rear view mirror and there's the lights And so I pull over, and the rules were different then. I got out of the car. I wanted to stretch a little bit. I got out of the car, went back. I said, Well, what's the problem, officer? He said, No problem, man. He said, I just wanted to see the car. (laughs) And he said, What does that plate mean? I said, It means it says overcome. Yeah, but he said, What are you overcoming? And so I got to witness to a state trooper out there in the 287 in the middle of the night. Praise God. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you don't have a plate that says Dr. Doom? Amen or whatever, you know, Satan or whatever. Amen. We need to be a witness and we need to be a testimony. We need to understand that we are overcomers. I told them at the power lunch yesterday, based on who I was raised by, I I should be in prison, I should be divorced, I should be messed up. But my God made me an overcomer. Lift both hands, say it out loud, my God God made me an overcomer. overcomer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, you know, maybe you've had a challenge with uh, booze, maybe you've had a challenge with drugs, whatever it is, say it out loud, I'm an overcomer. overcomer. Say it again, I'm I'm an overcomer. Jesus. Jesus has made me an overcomer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we have different challenges. Amen. But we're overcomers. And whatever those challenges are, we are overcoming. Matthew 16, 18, and I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. Of course, we understand a whole Christian organization was pioneered on this one verse, but they didn't even read the verse in the Greek because in the Greek it says and I tell you that you are a pebble and on this rock Petra I will build my church he wasn't calling Peter the rock he was calling Peter a chip off the block and that's what you are too hallelujah because we know that we are being built into a holy house a holy temple we we were not a people I mean, look at this crowd here this morning. People from all over the world, look at it. People from different nations and different races and different colors, but it doesn't matter. We were not a people, but now we are a people. We are the people of God. Hallelujah. And we're all chips off of that block. And Jesus said, the gates of hell shall not overcome it. So it doesn't matter what hell's got going on, you're not overcome. Yes. It doesn't matter how hell arranges to attack you, you stand and you overcome it. Yes. And remember we said last Sunday that nothing can separate us from the love of God. And our faith is the faith that overcomes the world. This is the, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So we will not be overcome by hell or by the forces of darkness. If we refuse to be overcome, that means we overcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And they throw words at us. Now, you know, the one they're throwing at us is COVID denier. Well, we're not COVID deniers. You know, we're COVID overcomers. And what the heck do you think, man? Amen. You know, flu has got a 0.1 infection fatality rate, and this is maybe 0.2 that means 98.998% survivability i'm not going to lose my mind over a 99.8% survivability especially not in the magnificent healthy specimen that i am that's why somebody challenged you a, a prophet of God was here a few years back and challenged you to lose 10,000 pounds I wonder who saw I wonder who would have known that maybe that would be a good idea Amen. you got to take care of yourself because let me tell you what they're not going to do it for you Amen. you got to take care of yourself Amen. so I'm not going to hide I'm not going to live in fear we had a man last year get out of the hospital with this and I marched right over there in the fellowship atrium and I hugged his neck. Amen. Because I'm not afraid. Amen. And if something does try and attack me, I'm an overcomer. Amen. 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 I'm not a knuckle under ur, I'm an overcomer. Amen. I'm not fearful. I'm an overcomer. Amen. I'm not defeated. I'm an overcomer. Amen. Amen. I've been laid off twice in my life. You just got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and go apply for some more jobs. Just a few months ago, we got turned down on a loan. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And then we get into it and find out, well, it's because you're a preacher and you are a Bible believer. I said, well, that makes me feel better. I can handle that. But I don't want anybody telling me I'm a bad risk. I can't handle it. But if you tell me it's because I'm a minister of the gospel and I'm a Bible believer, I can handle it. Amen. Amen. Just change banks. Amen. We went down the road and that banker said, all we care about is making money. Alright, now we can do business. Amen. 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 Not a political agenda. Amen. 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 Say it out loud. I'm an overcomer. So something comes down the road. You get attacked in your body. You get attacked. Something happens. You lose your job. They tell you that you uh, you're, you're forced out. Whatever. Say it out loud. I'm an overcomer. I have overcome. I am an overcomer. Doesn't matter what's going on. I overcome. Doesn't matter what the devil's dishing out. I overcome. Doesn't matter what the agenda is. I overcome. See, like Fred Price taught me, we play until I win so? In other words, if we got to go 25 innings, if we got to go 50 rounds, if we got to play eight quarters, we play until I win because I'm an overcomer. It may look like I'm losing, but if it looks like I'm losing, it only looks like I'm losing because I got the greater one on the inside of me. And if I got the greater one on the inside of me, that means that my victory is inevitable. My overcoming is inevitable. And at the end of the day, at the end of the game and at the end of the lifetime, I'm going to be on the top because I'm an overcomer. Hallelujah. Shout out loud, my God, my God has made me great. an overcomer. overcomer. I am, I am an overcomer. Overcomer.
0: overcomer. Amen. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us, and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, You are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.